Yo, 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 welcome to the Trio NATO podcast. It's your boy Al the Animal, one third of the Trio NATO podcast fam. This, welcome to MMA Mondays. MMA Mondays. I'm going to keep it nice and short. We don't have a lot of time today, but I'll probably squeeze in as much as I can. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Uh, first thing I would love to talk about. First off, shout out to Yuri Prochaska. Man, that dude is a beast. Like, that knockout was something fierce. Like, woo, dude's a beast. That spinning elbow ain't no joke. And uh, there's a lot I took away from that main event. There's a lot. One, Yuri's a beast. But that's his, what, 12th win in a row? Second win in the UFC. So this dude's a problem. Dude's a Definitely a threat. If he keeps this up, he's going to rise in the rankings and be a, a number one contender. He has good footwork. I love his stance, too. It's very, very bladed, kind of like a karate stance, but very good striking. I, I like that about him. He, I think once, once I see some wrestling from him, some ground game, I think that'll, like, really let me determine, like, how good he really is. And once he improves on that, he he definitely gonna be a problem. But yeah, <sighs> Dominic Reyes. What can I say about Dominic Reyes? I was very disappointed in the fight. Again, this is one of those fights where I had him winning, and he let me down. Um, there's a lot of mistakes that were made. Uh, for one. Bad footwork. I didn't like his footwork. Um, I thought there was a couple maneuvers and traps he could have used to get him out of certain situations. Instead of being the technical striker that I thought he was, he ended up wanting to stand and bang, which was not ideal at all. Like You can tell after a while, Yuri's been getting the better of him, and I will give Reyes credit. He... He got a chin. Like, that man has a hell of a chin. But it, it just... It just wasn't enough. I think if Reyes wants to stay in the company... Because this is his third loss in a row. But if he wants to stay in the company, he needs to work on his footwork. He needs to work on his head movement. Because my man was barely... He wasn't slipping. He was getting caught with jabs. It was just... The, not the Dominic Reyes that I was used to seeing. So he was just wanting to go forward, stand and bang, and that doesn't work all the time, especially with the competition getting stronger and more advanced. you got to upgrade. And, yes, he has good striking, but I think eh, he needs to work on some wrestling, get some good wrestling in there, maybe a little jiu-jitsu, get... Mix it up a little bit. Everyone knows you're a striker now. And they see the tape. And they see, oh, this is how I'm going to beat him. Like, people are watching. I think everyone paid attention to that John Jones fight. It was like, okay, we're not going to let him do that to us. Because we all know John Jones is usually on cruise control his whole fights. And it made Dominic Reyes look like Mike Tyson. So definitely improvement there. I don't know. I said I'm disappointed in Reyes. 
Um, very excited for what Yuri's going to bring to the table in the future. Dude's got potential. So I'm definitely waiting for some, some good to come out of it. He, he's going to be a beast. If he keeps training and learning new things and absorbing all the knowledge he can with his training camp, he's going to be a beast. <sighs> so... What else can I talk about? This awesome MMA Monday. John Jones. What is John Jones' management thinking? What is his camp thinking? What, what's going on with that? One minute he wants to fight, the next minute he doesn't. I'm confused. And it's, it's not his fault. He just wants what every hardworking man wants. And that's more money. Everybody wants more money. Totally understandable. But in John Jones' case, it's a it's more of a lose lose situation, in my opinion. I'm probably you know, might be wrong, but just from the outside looking in, this is how I see the situation. John Jones, good fighter. Very good. Would I put him on my goat list? Of course not, but that's a, a podcast for another time. John Jones doesn't draw the money that needs to be drawn for main events. So he is... What's the best way to put this? John Jones is not Conor McGregor. McGregor, no matter win or lose, he's going to draw you money because that's a household name. He's built that brand for himself. That loud-talking, trash-talking, just... Irish powerhouse that's knocking people out left and right. Like, that's the Conor McGregor people like. And that's what they pay to see. John Jones doesn't have that drawing power. Which is why Dana's not giving him the money that he's demanding. Which is understandable in a business standpoint. So, I don't know what's going on there. Me, personally, i like to see that fight. i love to see John Jones versus Ngannou. But it all comes down to business. And if you can't draw money, there's no point in paying you all this money and you can't draw pay-per-views. Like, GSP was real big on drawing pay-per-views. And not because he was uh, not a likable guy. Everyone loved GSP. It's just that people wanted to see how he would beat dudes, how he finished dudes and stuff like that, which is why he's one of the well, was one of the top UFC contenders because he drew money. But not everybody thinks like that. But people... Good pay-per-view draws need good people to draw them. Good people to watch them. Kobe Covington is another great example. The ultimate villain. This man played a heel in UFC like JBL did in WWE. Fantastic, brilliant. And Kobe Covington is a really nice guy in real life, but he plays the role of villain because that's what draws money, that's what draws pay per views. After a conversation with Dana White, Dana pretty much told him, win or lose, there's a high percentage chance that we're going to cut you. And he just cut this. As soon as he got done winning his fight, he cut this huge promo, and people loved him. Well, loved to hate him. And that's what drew. So, 
Unless John Jones turns into the biggest villain on the planet. I don't believe that uh, he's going to get the money that I think he deserves. Don't get me wrong. I believe he deserves the money, but he just won't get it because he doesn't draw what Dana White wants him to draw. He doesn't get that money, that revenue that a Conor McGregor or a Kobe Covington brings in. So, yeah. Not put that. Uh, what else going on? MMA news. Well, we got some good uh, fights coming up. Can't wait for the Izzy and Marvin Vittori fight. Looking forward to that. Um, I know it was a close bout the last time they fought, and that was without a title. So with the title on the line, it's going to be very interesting. I know Vittori kind of uh, upped his game a little bit. Got his wrestling a little down pack now. Tweaked it a little bit, a little better on the feet. Still don't think he's going to be Izzy, but it's going to be fun to watch. Definitely fun to watch match. A couple other fights, too. Got the Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler fight. Can't wait for that. Um, The Tony Ferguson fight, which I'm, I'm really not looking forward to that. I kind of feel sorry for Tony Ferguson's decline. Kind of, sort of. I'm hoping he wins this next fight, but I'm... I don't know. I'm very skeptical. Very skeptical. Because he, he got beat on the feet by Gaethje. Then he almost got his arm broken by Charles Oliveira. So you, you're losing the striking game and you're losing the submission game. And I don't know. This ain't the same El Kakubi that I'm used to seeing. But hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully some good comes of this. I'm hoping uh, Tony Ferguson's training hard, getting ready, you know. That's my guy. I love Tony Ferguson, but I don't think he could take another L right now. Even if he stays with the company, another loss is going to definitely break his spirits. So hopefully... He gets a W. Of course, you also got the Dustin Poirier-Conor McGregor 3 fight, which I think Poirier is going to win. Anyone like to bet me on that, please. I am more than willing to take any bets. Yeah, I think Dustin Poirier has McGregor's number. Not to say that McGregor's trash or anything, but I think Poirier has the perfect plan to beat Conor McGregor. Like, those calf kicks are deadly. And and people slept on the calf kick for years, and now people are understanding how good it really is and how it's evolved in the MMA game. It's crazy. And with, I know people have mentioned this before, but with Conor McGregor's fighting stance, it's like a wide karate stance. So it's really hard to defend those leg kicks. Especially when you're like bouncing back and forth. It's really hard to defend that. So I don't know. That's going to be an interesting fight. I know there'll be more updates on that. So hopefully hopefully it goes down. Hopefully no one gets injured. And I mentioned Justin Gagey before. Speaking of Justin Gagey. 
This man is in the best position possible. Now, when I say that, I mean to say that he's in the best position. Let's, what's the best way to put it? So let's say this. Here's the scenario. There's two scenarios here. And Justin Gaethje fits in both scenarios perfectly. Let's say Charles Oliveira, Michael Chandler fight. Boom, happens. One of them gets injured. Guess who's going to slide into that uh, that spot now because one of them injured? That's right, Justin Gaethje. All right, let's say everything goes well with Oliveira and Chandler. Poirier McGregor fight goes on. Before the fight happens, McGregor or Poirier gets injured. Guess who gets to fill that slot in? That's right, Justin Gaethje. So he he is in a win-win situation right now. And I know he doesn't wish injury on anybody, but I know he's training and he's going to be ready just in case because anything's possible. It's UFC. But just in case someone gets injured, Gaethje's going to be there to step up. So it's a possibility we'll have a new champion or a new number one contender if someone gets injured. And Gagey is no walk in the park. He's smash mouth, good wrestling, good striking, good leg kicks. That dude's a beast. Trevor Whitman has trained those guys really, really well. So I know Gagey's waiting for that opportunity. And uh, if it comes, I know he's going to take it. Well, that's all we have time for today on MMA Mondays. This is your boy, Al the Animal. Check the channel out. Trio NATO Nerds Podcast. Check us out. We got all types of nerd stuff. I do MMA Mondays. I'm going to start doing it more and more often. And they'll be longer. So, yeah. Definitely stay tuned. Check us out on Anchor, Spotify. We're also on Spotify as well. And, hey, show support. Peace.